the beat, beat. All since notes are fully punctuated. Running the light dot exe. System optimization is less than normal. Server damage detected. Please stop whatever you are doing and make your way to the nearest exit. Technical support is complete. Please vacate the area. I repeat. Please leave. Are you even listening to me? I will shoot you. Error. Server block 3 is experiencing critical ignition. Yes, right. System failure imminent. I hope you are proud of yourself. Initiating the Low Life Podcast. Oh, shit. Well, uh, we're back for the uh, as much promised. Uh, did we promise another episode this week? Because uh, yeah. uh, that's what we're, we're doing now. Yeah. It's the, um, from the future. Yeah, it's still the auspicious Tuesday. Uh, we're still. <laughs> this is Coin Ops uh, here with Scum. We are hey. still flying without Shadow Link. It is. It's so. deeply upsetting. Yeah, yeah, we 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 miss him. We uh, yeah, want him seriously. Back. Um, you know, he he's uh he's been uh on on this uh, mission um in this outpost for like a week and a half now. You know, basically ever since his internet dropped out uh last week. And um I don't fuck it. I got no transition. Insert Metal Gear so, Solid storyline here. Yeah. Also You know, talking about like, you know, neuro links and inserting spikes into our brains i my my headache's gone away oh really that's it from the last episode uh, yeah <laughs> since the last episode my horrible headache's gone away so you know what five minutes man that was good yep. that's good work mm-hmm. well um yeah so we got a we got a weird one because like we were talking about what stories we we're gonna do oh, in man. our meeting and it turns out that like we had a couple that dovetailed a bit yep and, uh, you know, the last episode definitely kind of fits in with all of this to a certain degree as well. Um, I have it like just kind of orbiting around the idea of planned obsolescence. <laughs> if uh, there are very few things in this world that get me as angry as this, yep. um, it, but uh, it's also built in obsolescence or premature obsolescence. Uh, it's a basically a policy of planning or designing a product with an artificially limited useful life or a purposefully frail design so that it becomes obsolete after a certain predetermined period of time upon which it decrementally functions or suddenly ceases to function or might be perceived as unfashionable. So wouldn't this not be like uh, an example would be the light bulb? Well, yeah, no, that would, that's a great example because, you know, there's still that one. Well, I think that one light bulb finally got fucked up in an earthquake or a fire or something like that. But there was a light bulb going for like 170 years. Wow. And it was sitting in this like firehouse. I think that got turned into some maybe a coffee shop, maybe. I don't Shrine. Know. But I mean, like this motherfucker never like it only went out when the power went out. Yeah. Like it didn't. It never burned out. So like it's possible to make a filament the last 100 fucking years and you could have done it 100 fucking years ago. Oh, yeah. But now we're all like you, you get these like bad these 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 like uh these fluorescent ones which i like mm-hmm. and they're, they're like oh these things are gonna last a real long fucking time unless your house is shitty wiring in which case <laughs> they're gonna burn out real fast a lot you know there's they're gonna get them power surges they ain't gonna handle it that yeah way. yeah but anyway 
So like the rationale behind this whole strategy is to generate long-term sales volume by reducing the time between repeat purchases referred to as shortening the replacement cycle. You know, it's the deliberate shortening of a lifespan of a product to force people to purchase functional replacements. That's the worst. Okay. That's the wor- <laughs> Having it broken down like that, I'm like, wow, I'm going to hate this, aren't I? Yeah, I hate it. Yeah. I hate it all. Yeah, of it. yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I especially hate one part of this that I actually put a note in about how much I hate it. <laughs> so planned obsolescence tends to work best when a producer has at least an oligopoly, which is like a market structure in which a market or industry is dominated by a small number of large sellers or producers. Uh, and like brand, so like brand loyalty is somewhat involved, right? Sure. So you see this with. All of us, every one of us, me, you, everybody. It's like phone buyers, auto manufacturers, gaming consoles, software updates, yeah. hardware requirements for software updates. Oh, yeah. yeah. Batteries. Yep. <laughs> Fucking batteries. Anyway, um, so usually there's like an information asymmetry between the producer who knows how long the product was designed to last and the consumer who does not. <sighs> Competitive markets tend to lead to increased lifespans okay so like heads up when all your shit stops working you know what i mean like what's going on uh the term seems to originate around 1932 with bernard london's pamphlet quote oh man ending the depression through planned obsolescence which argued for for the government imposing legal obsolescence on personal use items to stimulate and perpetuate purchasing it's always been about the fucking market (laughs) Imagine the that's great your fucking depression. Imagine, oh and this motherfucker God, imagine if that is oh. going to be equivalent of a tweet saying, hey, oh, fuck. y'all should just buy more shit, even though you ain't got no fucking money. That's that's like that's because that, the economy dies, we die. That's incredible. Yeah, that's like business oligarch, like gigantic mustache just, kind of thing. It sounds incredible. like a col- it's a colossally stupid joke. Yeah, it's really bad. You know what I mean? Like, that, like, that's a dumb fucking idea. <laughs> I think it's even dumb for its time. Yeah, no, you know, like, yeah. I, don't, I don't think it's special. You know, I don't, I don't think it's like, you know, you go to Judge Lovecraft, you know, in this time. You're like, yeah, you do. They called him a racist, too. This is a dumb fucking yeah, idea. That's, yeah, that's a profoundly stupid idea. Uh, and I'm sure people told him. So, but he wasn't the biggest dickhead. Oh, boy. I actually kind of like this guy a little bit. Okay. Because he did some cool shit. And um, I, let me preface all of this by if you've. If you if you follow the Instagram, not that long ago, I, I posted a picture for for a DJ thing that I was like gonna do from the basement here, and it was it was an it was it was the Wienermobile, the Oscar Mayer Wienermobile. Okay, and it's because the Oscar Mayer Wienermobile was two blocks from my house at the farmers market, and I had to go see Incredible. it. Incredible, I had to. It, I'd never seen it before. So the phrase you know, basically engineered obsolescence, et cetera. It was first popularized, not by this London guy, but by in 1954, you know, some 20 years later by uh, Brooks Stevens, an American industrial designer known for popularizing the Robin's egg blue phase of 1950s kitchen appliances. Okay. As well as opening a 12,500 square foot automotive automotive museum in Mequon, Wisconsin, which became a repository for his own designs as well as others, and became a production facility in the late 1980s for the Wienermobile fleet. No shit. When I read that about shit my pants, I was like, that's wild. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So, like, 
it's a phrase that I just can't believe exists. <laughs> like, a, you know, and you're and if you don't live in the U.S., maybe you've never heard of the Oscar Mayer Wienermobile. It's a giant hot dog truck van. It's incredible. It's incredible. It's, it's um, be honored. I, that I have no problems, it. no notes. Y- yeah, yeah. I, it's it's great. It's so a, go to our Instagram. It's an American yeah. relic. Uh, <clears throat> I just can't believe it. it, it, it and he actually designed yeah. it. He designed the Wienermobile. This guy who popularized, you know, planned obsolescence is the guy that designed the fucking Wienermobile. And I'm just there's there's a really weird synchronicity of life and events that are happening right now. <laughs> just thinking about this. Everything brought me to this moment, and, and <laughs> part of it was two weeks ago. I got to walk up the street and see the thing with. I put in no effort. You know what I mean? I, I don't even think we walked. I think we drove up there because I'm like I was a lazy ass. I it's and so he also designed the Miller Brewing logo, and he convinced the company to switch from brown to clear bottles. What the fuck? Which is a mistake. Yeah, for lots of reasons. But uh, and he also designed the 1949 Hydroglide Harley. Huh. Which uses design elements for their bikes to this day. Like they still use parts of this thing. It had, it had like this weird front suspension. Yeah. It was the first time it was ever done. It just did a ton of shit it's that it had never done before. Yeah, he's no he's no bullshit. Yeah. Like he, he did stuff. He designed the Jeep Wagoneer. Um, he did sky top lounge observation cars for rail travel, and then uh, he did outboard motors for Evan Rude and a bunch of other shit. Like tons of shit. This guy was busy. Yeah, seriously. He, like, he was. He was. He, and it wasn't just like cars. Like he did, he was doing all kinds no, of shit. He was shit. straight he up capital E engineer. Like, yeah, I think in the '60s he redesigned a Studebaker, <laughs> and it may, like made it more economical, and it still didn't help the company. Nice. Like, so while Stevens didn't invent the phrase, he's credited with uh, popularizing it. Um, he defined it as well. Here, here's the funny part. He threw it as the title of a speech he was going to give at the last minute, he did, he had a speech written for an event, like an industry event. And before he gets on, like gets, it gets promoted and stuff. He's like, I don't know, just call it a, I don't know, plant obsolescence. And that's what it, that's what it went with. And it just became like this hit. Like this, this was like, who's on first with Abbott and Costello. Like the, you know, this guy just, did he even like, did it even like, did he even intend it to mean what it means now? Well, yes, but also worse. Oh, oh, um, okay. So, like, well, anyway, he, he defined it as instilling in the buyer, and this goes back to Brene's a little bit, instilling in the buyer the desire to own something a little newer, a little better, a little sooner than is necessary. Oh, it's the fear of missing out. That's a, that, that's some, that's some, that's devastating for you. Yeah, fuck. <laughs> that's this motherfucker knew what he was trying I mean, to that do. Is he like, was trying to. Yeah. He's the guy that would change the context by making the color like yellow popular all of a sudden. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And he did it with the baby blue Robin saying. Yeah. And the, uh, all that old kitchen shit that people are like atomic age. Yeah, like, that is some of. like 1950s, 60s shit. Like straight, straight yeah, up. No. Like, I mean, it, it, that's the thing. During that age, at least shit looked cool. So we definitely had yeah. that going where it's like this kind of that streamlining and it was all bulbous and fucking sleek and uh, yeah, shit. America had a, we had a look. Train. Yeah. Like we definitely, yeah, at least design, they let like maniacs like this where it's like, no, we're going to have like a style and fallout does a pretty decent job of kissing off of yeah. that. A bit. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like that, that whole era was very interesting. Yeah, if you want an example. So basically, basically, yeah, but basically, that's what this guy wanted. Yeah, he wanted to put on the customer the desire for newness and remove responsibility of making a reliable product from the manufacturer. Fuck. 
So you'd, you'd be like, well, that's going to break anyway. Might as well. And it's that's the birth of throwaway culture. <sighs> dude, you're, you know? this dude that, was almost cool. I know, right? Like, like, just uh, that one yeah. little bit where it's like, you're an engineer. Why wouldn't you want to make something that lasts? Like, and. Oh, dude, dude, this his concept became so popular that fucking Volkswagen mocked it <laughs> in night. 19- In 1959, Volkswagen acknowledged the widespread use of planned obsolescence among auto manufacturers, then pitched itself as an alternative. Quote, and this is from one of their ads, we do not believe in planned obsolescence. We don't change a car for the sake of change. And then on one of their ads in 1962, like three years later, it showed an almost blank page with a strap line. (laughs) No point in showing the 1962 Volkswagen. It still looks the same. (laughs) I really like that, though. I a little bit of sass uh, from like post World War Two. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm like, all right, I, 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 some balls. <laughs> it's I like I. That's a good ad. That's it's funny. a good one. Yeah, like, I, I do like that one. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's how I like to be manipulated. Damn yeah, it. seriously, you be know? clever about it. Jesus Christ! All right, so in 1960, cultural critic Vance Packard published quote the or well the title of this is the waste makers which was promoted as an expose of quote the systematic attempt of business to make us wasteful debt ridden permanently discontented individuals oh wait, wait, did he so just look get... at our lives and go like did you just look into the future in 1960 uh, the waste makers vance packard gonna have to look that up it sounds like this motherfucker was ahead of the curve yeah really because he broke well he broke plant obsolescence into two subcategories okay uh, one is obsolescence of function, where shit actually breaks on a schedule. And two, obsolescence of desirability, which referred to marketers' attempts to wear out a product in the owner's mind. God, you know, just stripping it down like that, like, makes it extra disgusting for me. Like, that's the it, worst. It is. That's, like, the worst. That's the worst thing. Like, yeah. having it just so, like, you know, having the marketing speak just strip from it and, like, that this is what they're doing. It's, like, it, it helps. Yeah. What helps? And I, like when when now when you're you know encountering an ad or something like that, you, this will be rolling around in your brain a little bit. Yeah. Like, how am I being fucking moved? Yeah. You know, like do do they just want me to get the new one, or are they trying to make this one seem old? The idea you know? of like, it, in your mind, and we know this happens. Like yeah. this whole this whole obsolescence of desirability, you see it with every generation of video game console. I mean that happened with my you computer, know. but that's just because it was out. Like there is a di- there well, is different. a difference There's between like, an... like shit breaking down, like just being obsolete, which we'll get to. Right. Uh, oh yeah. Is the idea of like it's a, the idea of something being obsolete in your mind only? Fuck. Man. Yeah. That's the one. Well, that's that's the one. Yeah. Like that's that's the new. Yeah. You know? That's where you're. <laughs> if I don't want it anymore, it's either clinical depression or I'm bored with it. You know, like Basically, it's yeah. usually one of those two for me. Yeah, that's, mm-hmm. But so Packard, he quoted uh, industrial designer George Nelson, who wrote, quote, design is an attempt to make a contribution through change. When no contribution is made or can be made, the only process available for giving the illusion of change is styling. So it's just, you know, does oh, that- hey, here's, here's the same phone, but we have this new color. You know, I believe design. Rose gold, looking at you, motherfuckers. Yeah, um, like, I believe design is important. I feel like we don't do it, do oh, enough yeah. of it in this day and age. Because, again, we don't have, a, things don't have a look anymore. And mm-hmm. I, I do believe that's important. I do like design theory. That's fucked up. 
But yeah, like it's, I think it honestly cheapens the art of design. Honestly, well, like, I mean, look, there's there's design changes like generation to generation on a gaming console, sure. which is just going to be kind of my go to example for a lot of yeah. This. And you know, even even like I've gone back and held like a PS one controller without the thumbsticks, and it felt like an alien like genital. Like I was just like I, but where are the thumb? Because I'm so used yeah. to it now. And there have been iterations on each. I mean, the original Xbox controller you could fucking kill somebody with. Yep, like I have one somewhere. Yeah, Dream, Dreamcast. It was another one. There was a that was a controller for the fucking ages. N sixty four, which I don't even know what creature was supposed to use an N sixty four controller. I don't, <laughs> what what did you have a third? Do you have Quatu yeah. like on your belly? Do you, I, it's fucking bonkers to me. But you know. But they, that's an iterative, you know, design change and it gets better over time. Yeah. You know, so other things are just like, oh, well, we just changed the skin on the homepage kind of shit. Yeah, basically. Or it's a new season of this multiplayer shooter. Get more hats it's, it, kind of that's shit. That's what I'm saying. That like it cheapens the art of design is it's not design for the sake of, you know, you want things to we want we don't want things to you don't want things to look like the atomic age. Like, like no, we need a look. You know what I mean? It's the idea sure. of we're doing it for just to make money now, like marketing. We're not doing it. I, and, you know, like I, there's something to be said for just like you tell I, I'm, a, I'm a very pragmatic piece of shit. Like, I don't care how it looks, really. I <laughs> want it to work. Does the thing work? Cool. I am Does it serve the I function too, it was built for? I feel cool. like that's not something I kind of like wanted. Like, I do like I wish things had a look to them, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and I mean, I don't know, like. If I cared more, I'd be bothered at like the design of Apple stuff, mm -hmm. like how frail it is in certain yes. ways, how they've only seemed to get skinnier and thinner. And like, it just it's disturbing to me. It's you know, here's just, an example from my personal, like me being a fucking melodramatic piece of shit. Uh, all of my technology are black cubes, all of them. Sure. And it, that was kind yeah. of. And, Partly because, like, all my shit was from, like, especially my laptop is from a bygone age, and I wanted a specific design because I, I could fuck yeah. with it. I know this design, even though they don't make it anymore. But, like, eventually I just stuck to the theme. So even my phone, my com big computer, my gaming computer, my screen, my laptop, all my technology are just big clunky boxes I could beat someone with. And, mm -hmm. again, design makes you feel good. Like, having, you know... It's something I don't know. I get you know what I I get yeah. that I don't necessarily feel that I got you. You know what I mean? Like I I'm just uh it's cold out. I, I'm going to put these layers of clothing on so I am cold. Less. It just has like a unicorn on it, and you, you don't give a shit, which I respect. I, I don't give a shit. I don't give a shit. Well, no, I mean my my go to t. Well, I, yeah, I'm wearing the uh, national velvet shirt with the shaved head, Britney Spears. Hell yeah! It's about to stab something with a uh, umbrella. Power to her. Um, That's awesome. I yeah I don't I'm not making fun of her wearing this shirt you know what I mean I'm like no nah, I got it. they knew what they were doing when they made this shirt yeah um, no so, I get it but uh, point being you know I I understand I, but I am like moved by certain types of design but usually it's like a sense of scale sort of mm -hmm. thing like certain buildings you know there were there were certain buildings like in the loop in Chicago that I would just stand and be like god damn you know like this took a minute didn't it yeah 
and, and then there's other ones where I'm just like, why are you all metal frame and glass? It's <laughs> I hate sneeze it. and it just I, building falls over or like, you know, the bit oh, oh, the fucking houses that I live around because, you know, I live in New Jersey, so McMansions and shit. Yeah, it's uh, yeah. like everything's just made of petroleum. <laughs> like I could these these Wait, buildings yeah. just, like could be knocked over very easily. I'm like, like the and then you look at, then you go into like um deeper into my town and you get like the yeah. old school buildings that are made of like brick and shit. And I'm like, oh, yeah. man, could we just go back to that? Like, and it's there's something to be said. For yeah, it, like it's... there's. I wish design was more of artistry than just marketing. I, yeah, honestly. Yeah, I mean, because I like a lot of what we're living in are the remnants of a mass-produced sort of yes. like housing situation for everything, even you know, technology. It, like, not coming back to what we we're talking sure. about. Like, even that is just mass-produced bullshit. <laughs> You know, right. it's very, very quick. It's very, you know, it's fast fashion. Yeah. It's Depeche Mode. <laughs> yeah. So, all right. So there are these variants of, of planned obsolescence. There's more than two. There's like, you know, you have your you have your contrived durability, which is like the strategy of shortening uh, the product lifetime before it is released to the market by designing it to deteriorate quickly. I hate that. Right? That's the one. That's right. the one that gets me too. And and I like I like they made a really good point where like granted all matter is subject to entropy sure. right everything's everything's breaking down we know this sure. this isn't a problem that's why you have maintenance etc but contrived durability is a sign of planned obsolescence if that lifetime is artificially shortened so you can look at like soft metal screws in your electronics where like if you tighten it just too much it fucking strips it mm-hmm. um, you got plastic gears and toys mm-hmm. that are going to be thrown around and run downstairs and stuff with sand and shit um constant usage like the way i keep my fucking screen on my phone when i'm using yep. it because i don't feel like going through the goddamn code every goddamn time and i don't do the thumb code shit uh thumbnail whatever thumb fingerprints uh fragile batteries you know that's always fun there's no shortage of internet uh, examples of somebody trying to do a repair on someone's cell phone and the thing explodes yeah i was gonna say i love when acid just leaks out of my shit like that's uh, th- that's the other one where it's like are you now you're just trying to hurt people <laughs> oh yeah you're you're literally walking around with a bomb in your pocket yeah seriously you know? it's, like, it's, it just takes one fucking weird thing to happen for it to like poof. and you know and, and shit that's easy to damage like i said like phones and stuff you know uh tablets i always wanted there to be like grippy rubber tonka fucking like frames on all my electronics like yeah it, it just like you see it in video games where this stuff looks like it's a or you know like military grade fucking dude alien isolation like the alien frame like literally everything in alien looks like it's durable because you're a space colonist it has to be and that's kind of like right you you don't get to go to the store you need this thing to last you 50 that's why they explained why people that's how they explained why people were still using like cassette tapes in space is because like you know it's like no they're fucked yeah Right, so like another variant is the uh, prevention of repairs, which is a huge fucking motherfuckers. Um, now there's there's some kind of call for this, I guess. Maybe I don't know. We'll get to mm-hmm. it. Like, you know, it's like you had like disposable cameras back in the day, yep. so that's that's where like my role of like pictures from weird raves and like seeing Nick Cave at Lollapalooza it, like that's where that shit is. Fuck I didn't right? even think about the disposable camera all this like because yeah at you, one... you can't go and put more film in it or nothing like there, it, you would have to break a tab to get they were it cheap open. too like, like yeah they were like that 10 was bucks, the point like they were cheap right. you could just like take a thing and throw it away which it costs more to get the pictures developed yeah that's where they got you honestly yeah. 
Mm. Or like the polio, uh, polio, polio camera. We'll get, polio. we'll get to polio, uh, the Polaroid camera. You know, the idea that <laughs> right. like it could develop the photos for you. The polio camera. God, imagine. Oh my God. <laughs> I, well, no, it just brought me back to FDR, American Badass again. <laughs> Even though Kevin Sorbo's in that movie, I think I need to watch it again because like go for it. FDR got polio because a werewolf bit him. It's one of the funniest <laughs> fucking. That movie should not work. Barry Boswick, you know, <laughs> Mega Force forever. So, uh, all right. So, yeah, disposable cameras, uh, cheap throwaway digital watches, like the kind you used to be able to get out of a vending fuck machine. Fuck, fuck, man. It, it, that's the thing. It's like, ah, oh, man, that makes me think about, like, the idea of disposable clothing. Like, I know in Shadowrun, like, uh-huh. you get clothing out of a fucking paper clothing out of a vending machine. It's not fashionable, but it's better than running oh, yeah. around naked when you crawl out of what a fucking dimension. You know, I did that once well, in the game. Like, but it's... Well, like, like I... <laughs> The only redeemable thing about Ultraviolet is the vending machine with the paper to- the cell phones. Yeah, that was dope. <laughs> I love that. This is the thing, right? Where every, all of us are fucking poor. So it's the idea of like having something cheap that we could just buy out of a vending machine or on a counter and just use it. It, it does have its utility, but also it just becomes yeah. this whole deeper socioeconomic clusterfuck of why do we need these in the first place? Well, it's like, it's a case. Yeah, yeah I mean, exactly. <laughs> You're just trying to have the shiniest shackle. Yeah, I've had a lot of fun with disposable equipment. It, but well, you have a, uh, you also have like Apple's tamper-resistant pentalobe screws that have this like really weird five, like a flower. Yeah, those are gross, man. You can't even like open up your Apple phone to like fix it. Mm-hmm. And what, what's even fucking crazier about it is it usually doesn't take too long for some weird third party to come out with a very cheap, easy to produce it, like screwdriver mm-hmm. for that. So you street, know, it's not street find its own way. Like it's yeah, fucking easy. Uh, <laughs> it's hundred hundred percent. Um, they also do dumb shit like extra glue. What? So they'll like bury part of a fucking like chip, you know, in in glue, so that it's it makes it impossible to extract without damaging like the chip itself or like the board or something. You know? Like I've seen that happen. I never heard. I, old I didn't ass. know about that. Oh yeah, like old ass cell phones, like the brick ones and oh, stuff. Oh like, okay. You'd see some shit go down back then. That's when, like, the battery was on the outside and weighed a pound and slid into the back of the phone unit itself. And you had to keep one charged because the other one was only going to last 30 to 45 minutes. Is that why I saw, like, glue and, like, the, like, back in the day, like, I had a gateway computer. Is that why there was, like, glue and shit on the motherboard? Like, I remember that and I was like, why the fuck? Why is this the way it is? And why doesn't it melt or burn? What's going on here? Yeah, exactly. I have. Lots of questions about that. Um, uh, and then there's like software lockouts if unlicensed repairs on third party components are detected. So like if you you know break a certain thing when you're doing mm-hmm. something, the unit will be like, oh, nope, somebody's trying to fuck it'll, with me. I'll, it'll brick itself. Yeah. Yeah. Now this gets really extra shitty when it gets to things like replacing a part that is so expensive that it becomes uneconomic to repair. Like Canon inkjet printers were, they, yep. they, they use a printhead, mm-hmm. which eventually fails. Yep. However, the high cost of a replacement forces the owner to scrap the entire device. Mm-hmm. Many front-loading washing machines have a drum bearing permanently molded into the wash tub or a sealed outer tub, which makes it impossible to renew the bearings without replacing the entire fucking tub. It's like, again. And then Bosch claims to make spare parts availability for up to 10 years for all their products, but manufacturers... They're Mixo or Maxo Mix mixers with an easily broken plastic latch, mm. and they refuse to sell that particular part. Rather, they propose to sell the entire multi-part drive elements as a single part, which is almost equivalent to buying a new fucking mixer. <laughs> I always love the idea, too, of washing machines like the one I'm 
uh, I'm using at my, at my folks' place. The idea of a washing machine uh-huh. that just like destroys itself from water. Like, mm-hmm. cause this one's like our wash, our washing machine seen better days. And like, I love the idea of like our wash, like a washing machine that rusts. I love that very much. Cause it's like, and, you we know, want you to get a new washing machine. And I'm like, what? Yeah. <laughs> I just shout out to the first motherfucker to put a washing machine front loader on a spin cycle and then threw a brick into it. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> 1000% why the internet was created. 1000%. Good on you, sir. Oh, man. Front loader should only exist in like laundry mats. Do you see that? I mean, he had it strapped <laughs> to a fucking pallet in his yard. Oh, and that thing man. tore itself to pieces. It was incredible. <laughs> I love it. I watch that thing every year. It's just how it comes up, and I'm like, yeah, I gotta watch the Do you know the, the brand of the washing machine? Because it's like, hey, man, do you want to see a fucking stress test? I, okay, who knows? Who knows? I mean, it could be, what, what was the one? Maytag. It could probably be oh, a Maytag. It could probably be a, who knows? It was just, it took moments for it to just tear itself to pieces. It was <laughs> fucking wonderful. Uh, oh, yeah, so the, the next one is uh, batteries. Uh, batteries suck and we're bad at making yep. them. Terrible. Uh, used to be you could replace a battery on a phone easily, like I mentioned, with the bricks. Yep. You just slid on the back of the device, uh, they charge in your car, et cetera, et cetera. Even flip phones had easy access. You had yep. a little slide panel, like on a remote control. Mm-hmm. Um, now you need a arc welder and a note from your doctor. Fuck <laughs> modern batteries. It is. I hate them. Yeah, it's pretty ridiculous. Like, because, you know, we, I grew up, you were around for like the period of time where like you could just take the battery out of your phone. Sometimes, like, if your phone was on the fritz, you kind of need to so you could like restart yeah. it. It yeah. like, but it was always just like a little pull tab panel. Yeah, it was a pull tab panel. Or it was or like you a, just like put some slide panel yeah. with some texture. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was those were the days. Oh. Now my phone will, my, I can't open the back of my phone like because I do, I do like the pay as you go phone. It's like the best phone I ever owned though. And like, oh, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm bitching about Apple, but I, I don't know. I don't know. Well, like, I can't even open it. Like, there's literally no way to open it. And like, I remember when touch phones right. were like the new hotness, and like, you could just open it. <laughs> you know, you could access yeah. the SIM card. It's fine. It's cool. Yeah. And then they realize that, like, oh no, people are going to mod this shit. R.I.P. Blackberry. Uh, <laughs> God, I haven't thought about anyway. that in a long time. Uh, uh, perceived obsolescence is is another one. Oh, perceived. this one fucks with okay. me. This one's bad. Yeah, it's it's when designers uh, change the styling of products so trend chasing customers will purchase the latest style. They do this with fucking phones. I, well, they do with everything. Yeah, play yeah, a yeah, video yeah, game. Yeah. Fucking get on a waiting list for this fucking Ford Bronco or whatever the fuck is coming out. Like that's holy shit. that's fucking gross. I mean, how many people were on a fucking like waiting list with, you know, Tesla? Yeah. You know, before he decided to make his giga fucking bullshit. Anyway, so, you know, fashion and clothing doesn't bother me so much with regards to the no, look. No, that, that, the style. that always evolves, you know, regardless of yeah. like, that's always been in flux for all of human civilization. Right. But if the soles are falling off after a few months, get fucked. Yeah. That's where I'm coming at. With I literally wear Doc like some- Martens every day. Because of that, because yeah. I know they are not going to oh, yeah. break. Like it, again, oh, yeah. I shouldn't have to dress like Fight Club. You know what I mean? Where I'm like, I'm little, right. I'm literally going around with stompy boots, like on a walk, because they right. could take yeah. it. Well, <laughs> it's, right. it's exactly. fucking disgusting. You know, I, like some some smartphone manufacturers too will re- release like marginally updated models like every five to six months, <laughs> which like leads to the perception. 
that a year old unit could be considered to be up to two generations old. That's yeah, they they do that with laptops. My grandfather just got a new laptop, but, and I'm like, because his other ones just started fucking breaking down for some reason. I I can't yeah. figure out fucking why. And uh, uh, yeah, no shit. It's it's no great conspiracy. It's just. Yeah. It's a few finished. years old and he yeah. tells me <laughs> I love this conversation. It's like he was talking to my uncle and who got him the and the new one and he's like, How old's your how old's that laptop? He's like, a couple feet like three years old. He's like, That's really old oh, for yeah. a computer. And I'm like, Yeah, it's just like it's it's wor- it's the worst. It, like your shit shouldn't you should be like, yeah, we're recording on 13-year-old computers. Uh yeah, I'm I'm literally using an early 2000s ThinkPad and it's Server, right. and it's literally yeah. better than the fucking touchscreen because this has lasted me over five years right like so then well i mean that see that gets into this next thing where it's like it's like a systemic obsolete uh, i don't know what that is well see um for example my old ass computers that i am recording and editing this podcast yeah. with you know it's it's like uh i can't update the uh os on either of them <laughs> yeah i am yeah, i, feel I am right I'm systemically locked out of like any updates to run any of the newer like software. Thankfully I have the suites I need mm-hmm. that I purchased back when you didn't have to fucking subscribe to everything. Oh, if I was to like update the operating system on this laptop, it would just break. Oh, it can't yeah. like it. It won't even yep. take it. Like if it does, it, 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 it like then I'm, I bricked and I got nothing, yep. you know, and I yep. can't, yep. can't do that. But there's other things too, like serial ports, parallel ports, yep. uh, PS uh, two ports. They were replaced by USBs. Like, wild that's why that's literally why i use this like chunk this chunky fucking laptop is because i have a dvd rom player i have so many usb ports i don't know what to do with them i have ports i don't even know what they do but i'm guy if when i find out i'll use them they don't do that anymore no computers don't have they're all really bad at that because they expect you to like well they need their fucking usb ports to be like ready to handle a hub like up their output Mm -hmm. a little bit like up the power levels because like i i have one for like uh the iMac and it there's certain shit you just cannot do with yeah. it like a, a like a hub is not going to work if you're plugging too many things into like a uh like the headphones for for like the playstation have like a dongle mm-hmm. i'm using like the the ones for my ps3 on my ps4 because they still work <laughs> of course they do but it <laughs> does not fucking work on the dongle. oh fuck you know what i mean if it's like if it's hanging off yeah the yeah, hub. yeah um so and like other common examples like can be as simple as swapping out the screws on a newer model so that a new tool is required thus frustrating maintenance attempts yeah, that's at least until disgusting. you know some third party can Yeah. That's like classes shit it. like the idea that like we can, we don't want you opening up your device. Well, yeah, I mean I hate that. Like I really do. I viscerally I, hate that. I don't that. really know, but I I know that like say like the 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 PlayStation 2 had like the PlayStation 2 came out and then a different like the slim version came out. You know what I mean? And the PS3 had the same thing where it was looking kind of bulbous at first and then it got like a little bit more squared up. Mm-hmm. You know, like they, they did different things over the, the, the time, over the course of things that they claimed, you know, I, I mean, I would assume that their chipsets are improving. And it's like, OK, so we these this thing is smaller now. So because it's, it's producing less heat because we figured some shit out since we started making these things five years sure. ago. You know what I mean? That's not always the case. Yeah. You know, like it's it's very much not always. Sometimes it's just a new housing that takes up less space because they need to make room for. Something. I mean, it's, it's smaller, just, slicker, you know. Because right, we have yeah, this idea yeah. that like technology should be smaller because smaller means like micro and better. But I, I don't. Maybe I don't dream big enough. Like my big fuck you purchase would be a like Subaru ninety three WRX Rally Edition, <laughs> like actual rally car. Yeah, 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 like that'd be my big fuck you car. You know, I don't. I don't 
I, I don't need the newest Subaru <laughs> Impreza or like anything. I don't need the newest car. Well, I think it's like the like, fear, I, I just want... uh, fear of missing out, right? Like the idea that you need the new shit constantly. And yeah. Like, and before we're talking about like incredibly expensive pieces of technology where the upgrades are honestly pretty marginal. Oh, yeah. No, absolutely. Well, I mean, fuck, look at Madden video games. <laughs> That's you a know? good example. Yeah. Like FIFA. <laughs> FIFA or even even the like you know popular AAA first person shooters in general are very incremental in there. I'm thinking about like stuff. phones because I mean you hit like you did the thing well. Good yeah. job. Make more maps. Just keep doing yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Fuck. Like don't don't keep reason these fucking iterations no. that I don't give a shit about. Like I'm thinking about like phones too. I, like people spend thousands of dollars to get like the latest fucking oh, yeah. piece like piece of plastic and first. first. Yeah, and there's really very little difference between them. And you're, I, I always think of that, that kid that got the first like iPhone, whatever, and he fucking opened it and dropped it immediately. Beautiful. Correct. Like immediately cracked the screen, yep. like right on camera on the news. And I was just like, mm-hmm. chef. Yep. Kiss. You know, like, yeah, sorry. No, kid. Punish you for you you're punished for your hubris. Well, here, yeah, this is a coin office, a, a real hard, fast rule. Uh, don't be an early adopter, man. Uh-huh. It's you're going to get caught up in it. You're going to want to get a like a game on day one here and there. I'm terming all of this shit, shit in terms of video. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I'm I thinking just, more like a line. I've been playing. Yeah. I definitely think more on the line but of like, like phones and shit, like tech, like physical piece of technology. For sure. Yeah, that's definitely my go to. Yeah. But I don't I don't I'm not I don't like where phones are going. No, They're talking to. about like bendable. And I'm like, nope. no, like, don't don't have to. You don't have to. You don't have to. You didn't have to do, uh, you know, BlackBerry. You didn't have to do that. You didn't have to do this. You know, like this is all not I ask a requirement. is in my perfect world for technology, make it look cool and it lasts, and I would, and yeah. I would actually be happy. I don't even need it to look cool. Have it. Give me like the jitterbug of fucking cell phones. <laughs> like literally, <laughs> like and sell it to me by running it over with like a, a fucking like a steamroller like just <laughs> run it over with a steamroller on hot tar and then pick it up and turn it on and i will purchase the fuck out of it yeah that. man like, you want like shit. the thing from like metal gear that like i whatever that he was using that like mm. the hologram oh, thing yeah, 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 it looks yeah, like yeah. a walkie-talkie yeah. but it's not <laughs> what is that called the socom no, no it was like this i talk he called it i something and, yeah, like it looks fucking dope. It's so impractical, but like, hey, we we try to include one of these frustrating fucking can't remember things. Constantly, episode, our brains so. are just leaving every day. Ah, uh, so here, here we go. We only got a couple more of these <laughs> programmed obsolescence. Okay, if you've ever been responsible for the upkeep of a printer, you know all about yep. this. It's, it's that deliberate artificial disabling of a functional product to prevent it from working, thus requiring the buyer to purchase a replacement. And I hate everything I'm about to say next. <laughs> so, inkjet printer manufacturers employ the dubiously named smart chips, uh, in quotes, in their ink cartridges to prevent them from being used after a certain threshold, usually number of pages or time, etc. Even though the cartridge may still contain usable ink or could be refilled. Yep. With ink toners, up to 50% of the cartridge is often still full. Wow. This constitutes programmed obsolescence in that there is no random component contributing to the decline in the function. So they're just wasting, they're destroying the environment, building this shit, the ink, everything. Oh, yeah. The amount of fucking ink that's in a landfill right now pisses me off so fucking badly (laughs) that I think that, like, we need office space. 
you know, yeah. like with the printer in the Yo. field. Uh, but a lot of them, a lot of people hitting printers in fields. That's my euphemism for what I'm really thinking. So um, <laughs> it's just the sheer amount of waste and then how expensive ink has been. Fuck them forever. Yeah, that's ridiculous. okay. Like I, and often it's it, uh, it's the error message that would be the thing to trigger the malfunction. It, like it wasn't the amount of ink. It was a it was an error. Yeah, it bricks it. it so you like, need to like it. W- it literally will not operate. There's this thing you could do on our car where like it tells you when one of the, the you know it's a sensor it tells you when one of the tires is going flat. So you go and you fill the thing back up. At um, I we could probably do a whole episode about how shittily maintained uh, air pumps are at every gas station <laughs> in the fucking area. <laughs> I, I went to one at a 7-Eleven and it actually took air out of my tire. <laughs> and, I, and I had to go to the gas station next door to put air into the tire. And then the thing, that gas station didn't have a decent sensor. It had one of the little slides that pops out when you stop pumping. Like when you stick it in, it'll go, and then the thing will stick out and tell you how much it is. That's old school. I have somewhere between 20 and 70 pounds per square inch in the fucking front tire of that car. I have no goddamn idea. <laughs> so... <laughs> Just car complaints from coin ops. Mm-hmm. So se- seven um, uh, of, of eight of these, I believe. Uh, software lockout. To make older versions of software unserviceable deliberately, even though they would not technically, or they would technically, albeit not economically, be able to keep working as intended. Yep. So, like, I, you know, this is the one where I'm a little like, eh, I get it, I get this. You know, this is different than having an older version with an unpatched or unpatchable security vulnerability like, you know, banking apps or like PayPal and stuff like that. You know, stuff that you're going to need to constantly be on top of security yeah. wise because people are con- you're a hot, you're a big target. Mm-hmm. Like I- <laughs> a little foreshadowing for you here. <laughs> if the original vendor of the software is no longer in business, then disabling may occur by another software author, such as a web browser disabling a plugin. Mm. Mm, remember that listener mm. so this could be a problem uh, <clears throat> this could be a problem for the user because some devices despite being equipped with appropriate hardware might not be able to support the newest update without custom firmware yeah thanks chrome so you need you got you killed flash you need some <laughs> no you need some cool motherfucker up in uh like i fix it so definitely look up i fix yeah. it because they're all about trying to get around all this bullshit yeah, take a sip of my energy drink Ooh, sirens. Okay. Um, Welcome to New Jersey. Also, yeah. Also, updates might remove features, outright change functionality, or have issues with backwards compatibility. Yep. You know, usually software companies will drop support for older tech as a calculated attempt to force users to purchase new products mm-hmm. to replace the obsolete ones. Sometimes this is called abandonware. I love abandonware, honestly. It's... I just, I just, every, every fucking time I see that word, I just go, oh. Yep. It's pretty great. Like you could find some pretty, if you just go on all, just type in abandoned hub and you could find all sorts of like obsolete programs that still work. And like games, like all sorts of stuff. That's just, man, it's great shit. Like (laughs) I love abandonware, honestly. Well, like we'll have to, we'll have to talk about like the, the PS3's uh, like cell architecture problem. Yeah. Or just like when it comes to like, well, like when it comes to like archiving games from that system, yeah. it's a real bitch. Like, like you almost have to work at it from the ground up in order to like make it work on a newer system mm-hmm. or something like well, that. Abandonware is interesting because anything can become abandonware from like stuff that like some yeah. coder made for his own personal use and just put it online for other people to use and just doesn't update anymore, but it still fucking works 
to what's well, like teletext yeah, yeah. It, it's cool shit it's it definitely is more of a community thing obviously because mm-hmm. again anything could become abandonware but it just depends of whether well, do you get a use out of it or not it's educational it's historical yes. and it's important to fucking remember it this really shit is. because we're gonna get to a point where like you know we're not gonna know where this came yeah. from which is soon yeah like it's really like there are people being raised today who have seen photographs of Commodore 64s, but have never had to type comma eight comma one at the end of any. Yeah. Never seen a floppy drive. You know, like I own some, yeah. like some tape, tape drive mm-hmm. VHS. They don't know that you can, you could plug an Atari cartridge into the back of the C64 and play Atari games mm-hmm. on it. That was the greatest thing I ever learned. I felt a little bit when like there are people who walk this earth who like don't know what VHS is. Like, yeah. you yeah. know, yeah, you gotta wonder why that that uh, franchise isn't taken off. You know what I mean? Well, look, because that can be valuable. Like, VHSs have like no value whatsoever. <laughs> oh no! Like no, VH- no, no, they're fire. Yeah, VHS, VHS tapes, VHS players. Like they're like DVDs and like cassette tapes have more value than VHS. As oh, yeah. a, from like a collector yeah, yeah. perspective, yeah. I, they don't even have to play. Sometimes, like sometimes it's just like the the casing and the artwork. If it's like old enough, you know what I mean. Like sometimes, sometimes those cassette tapes like. I mean, the printer to begin Dope. with. If you <clears throat> if you left like a Crow, a Crow two tape, like chromium oxide tape, in the fucking car on a hot uh-huh. summer day, you know, it's a fused puck. <laughs> like that's what you got now. Like you got. Uh-huh. So uh, let's see, and then you got like legal obsolescence, which like is to undermine product usability through legislation as well as facilitate purchasing a new product by offering benefits. Wait, is that like just which saying- sounds? What? <laughs> well, that sounds shitty, but like I don't get that one. We banned we banned leaded gasoline. Gotcha. Okay. All right. That's like a good example of this. And then they like subsidize like electric and hybrid cars, which is also kind of like a good. Gotcha. So I just got a little bit more for this one. Uh, let me see. Yeah, just a couple pages. Um, in 2015, the French National Assembly established a fine of up to 300,000 euros and jail terms of up to two years for manufacturers planning the failure of their products. Huh. Appliance manufacturers and vendors. This is like one of the only countries where this is happening. Um, appliance manufacturers and vendors are required to declare their products intended lifespans on like the box. That's you know, like when you go shopping, awesome. they got to be like, yeah, this should last like four years before you have any problems. Should, meh, you know, <clears throat> and then to inform customers how to like how long spare parts for a given product will be available. So if you're getting a late model and it like it's like a four year old model. Mm-hmm. They only have to declare 10 years at the beginning of it or, or however long, however long they plan on making them. They have to tell you at the beginning of that, and then they have to hold to it um, from from 2016. Appliance manufacturers are required to repair or replace free of charge any defective product within two years of its original purchase date, effectively creating a two year warranty. Like just by that's law. epic. <laughs> that's kind of yeah, dope. That's, that's pretty kind cool. Of, kind of really good because now you're going to have actual competition. Yep. Uh, because now people are going to try to make good ass products again, which would be, be nice. kind of nice for change. So now we got some recent examples of like plant obsolescence, shit like the slowed down iPhones that I went through, like, you know, a few years back yeah. where basically like no one, it's really never, it's not quite clear what was happening, but it's pretty clear that like I had, I updated my phone and then suddenly like my battery was just tanking. Yep. Immediately. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't like gradual. It was like, what the fuck? Yep. Like it was losing charge while plugged in. And I'm like, no, nah, this is fucked up um the drm protected ink cartridges it's another one it sucks 
uh, marginally modified textbooks. This one's for the cyberpunk librarian. Uh, I hate this. And this is probably why I got into fiction over something more academic, because I really, really hated having to like, you'd sell a textbook for $5 that you paid $140 on. And then the new textbook, like they, they don't want Yo. it because the new textbook changed the forward <laughs> and then added a, <laughs> it added seven paragraphs in the 15th chapter that you're not going to get into. Yeah. If you've ever had to buy a textbook for college, which we both have, then pirate, pirate them. them. I am I openly, stolen, yeah, I have either stolen one... or bought used beat up copies from Abe books. Oh man, that's what's yeah, up. Like, like, get the fuck out of here. Yeah, with that. doesn't um, fucking matter. Now, then you got like fast fashion, low quality clothes. I'm thinking of that, like that that uh, Lularoe kind what of shit. It? Where, well, Lularoe was this like pyramid scheme sort of thing that I think is still in operation, where they were making like uh, yoga pant leggings mm. and stuff that got really popular with a certain subset uh, demographic of our country. <laughs> okay. And then. At one point, like they got really big and then the quality, like these things were coming to people and they were basically just from being sent back one place, given to someone else somewhere else. And then they were moldy and Gross. disgusting and fucking falling apart. It was literally disintegrating. That's, in that's terrible. Hands. Yeah, that's kind of what I'm okay. talking about. Like, but I mean, there's also been other things like um, I'm just trying to think of like some clothes that were like really fucking popular and then just fell off because they just kept breaking. That's interesting. You know, yeah, like, that's that's it's, an interesting. Or one. Shitty shoes. Like I, for some reason, I don't remember why it was like the eighties or the nineties. There was something about like the soles of shoes were really bad for this one company, and they took a hit for a minute, and then they came back. But like that was an issue. You'd buy these. You'd be playing mm -hmm. hoops, man, like on concrete, and the sole would give way, and you now had wounds. Yeah, I'm just you know? I'm just like, thinking about like how bad up. shoes were in general back then, honestly, because like no. I. Dude, people are fucking nostalgic for the Chuck Taylors. And let me tell you, look, they're fine. And I have a pair, but they have like inserts in them because those are like so fucking bad. For yeah, you. I basically destroyed every pair of shoes I had <laughs> growing up. So, yeah, like, I I like Chuck's when they were 20 bucks and then they suddenly jumped to 50 like one year. And I was like, yeah, oh, no. honestly, yeah, they were cheap shoes. That's why yeah. I like them. They last like well, a that's year. What, you know, they were. That choose the people the punks but you know then they got yeah. popular and therefore more expensive mm -hmm. now, now there's like jordans you know like there's like different fucking collabs sneakerheads bother like uh, people who like dudes dudes and they're primarily dudes who just collect sneakers that bother. it's it it's weird there's a level of it where like i get it i get anything i get collector sure. i'm not i don't i can't i can't say anything that, but i'm like, looking at a lot of models on my desk right now <laughs> like i can't yeah. say anything but. but i mean there's there's like a level where like yeah i got some cool shit on the shelves and stuff like that but i don't actually there's a whole lot out there that i'm actually actively seeking out Same. because the the purchase is the only joy in it yeah now i got i got two boba fett's sitting in their containers that i've never played i with. reached the point i had to, i reached the point where i'm like i i've collected the action figures that i want and i don't need any more that that's really mm -hmm. where it came to where i'm like i have everything i wanted so i'm to gum good <laughs> If I am in a place where there's like the cool little like four to five inch like Gundam action figures and there's a cool one in the moment, I'll, I'll snag yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm not going to like fly to Japan yeah, no, 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 no. and go to the big Gundam store as much as I want to. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Tetsuo Nihei. I am <laughs> not going to steal the giant Gundam. They have an international incident. And Some white dude just stole their fucking robot. I'd be like going to like Hong Kong and they'll be like, it's war with China. I'm like, it's not. <laughs> it's just some dude from Ohio. <laughs> yeah. No, that's a, yeah. So then, yeah. then 
Well, you, you got you got like yearly updates on cars. You know what I mean? Which is bullshit. Like we 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 only had our. Car I'm for not a, few a car person. We sending I'm us. I'm not shit. a car guy or a person or someone who even like wants to drive or even know how because I hate cars. I right. hate being in a car and it's extremely dangerous to drive here. Uh, explain to me that. Explain to me this. Well, I, you know they're like there's always well nowadays all it ever is is like uh software okay you know they're they're like oh well this pairs to more phones this does like uh, it has oh it's computer automatic, um, yeah okay yeah i mean like they are they're making incremental improvements on like suspension and shit like that like okay so you know we've had a hundred thousand customers buy this model and our feedback has been this so like we'll make this adjustment this adjustment you know and, and to be honest like cars today are way more comfortable than they fucking were when i started straight up yeah but like some of them are ridiculous. Like most SUVs, they're just unnecessary. <laughs> they're utterly unnecessary. Like you can get like a station wagon to do the same fucking thing. I hate seeing these dudes with gigantic, clean pickup trucks with tiny beds because they have a crew and like cab. gigantic wheels. And then, well, yeah, that's whatever. Yeah. But like, I, I get if it's a clean one, that's when it yeah. bothers me. I like a fucked up truck. Yeah, I truck. get that. Here. I get that used too. Yeah, like that. I feel that. Yeah, yeah. That's I get that. But, you know, like like a contractor in the sure, city, straight you know, up. Yeah, like it's yeah, yeah. it's totally. always what are you what are you doing, Chet? You know, like, get the <laughs> fuck out of here. Yeah, I get a lot of that. Usually it's with like weird militia types. Yeah. And then and the last couple are like the short lasting light bulbs like we talked about. Yep. And then the uh, un- unrepairably uh, unrepairability, which I misspelled as unrepairably unrepairability of consumer electronics, <laughs> which is a huge. Yep. It's gross. I'm setting I'm setting my notes right now on a Technique 1200 Mark II that's probably 40 years nice. old that still works. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like this is what I want. Then there's I don't even know if like, I think Techniques is still back in business. I think they got bought out by somebody. I don't know if it's like Auto Technica or somebody. They're they're selling a new Technique 1200, but it's like the Mark V or Mark VI or seven or some shit like that, and it's like almost two thousand dollars per deck. Damn. I got a pair of these off a guy who quit being a house DJ for three fifty. <laughs> these, these motherfuckers. I've dropped them <laughs> and they work. Yeah, no, I love that. That's what I want. You know what I mean? There's like, something about just... like music and DJ tech where I'm like, if you could get it for cheap and it works and it just again drops them oh, and it's like that's again, dope. I love that so much. Look, I'm a hundred percent for it. I think if somebody wants to use a controller, then God bless you. Because yes. like, what else are you yeah, going to yeah. do? You want to put music together. Here is a device that will allow you to do that. <laughs> totally. I, I don't have the, the head for it because this is how I learned. And the reason why I like it, cause I've tried, like I, I could figure out a CD player pretty quick. It might take me a mix or two to finally just get the feel for it. Cause they no two like CD players have the same touch. That's always weird. Um, yeah. That's weird. There's a weight to it. You know what I mean? Because like sometimes you're not touching the record. Sometimes you're t- touching the platter on the bottom. You're just rubbing the side of your finger to slow it down a little bit so that the kicks line up. You know, I can't do that unless I have a spinning wheel yeah. with a needle touching it. You know, or like the music. Like they, they do, they try to emulate that on some of these turntables. Or I'm sorry, the CD players that actually have like spinning decks and stuff like that. And they're good. But I'm not, again, going to spend that kind of fucking money, which is we're talking five, six thousand dollars to replace these. With yeah, that. I mean, that brings up a good, interesting point, too, about the resale of a lot of things of older tech and how yeah. that's still circulating. It's not like we're like just scrapping every old piece of machinery that we have that we have. Like we no. like, again, my computer, old shit. It still works. And it's incredibly good computer. 
but they don't make it anymore. Yeah. And it's like, that's why there's a market for this shit. Like sometimes you, you get good oh, yeah. deals on something. Oh, no, I, my big dream right now, uh, is to repair my, um, PCV 275 Vestax three channel DJ mixer that I got sitting over there. My baby. I love it. it Cause it's all hard, solid state shit inside. I just need some electrician to go in, you know, and, and like, look at it and be like, Oh, this is just all this stuff needs to be resoldered. <laughs> Cause it's beaten. This thing is not a computer beaten, person. Not a okay? electrician. I need an electrician. <laughs> right. That's what I'm talking about. I need someone to, that, that actually plays with lightning yeah. and, and to go ahead and fix this thing for me. So that I can sell my really nice two-channel rain mixer that I don't need. Like, it's nice and it sounds great, but I'm missing that middle channel. See, if I have that middle channel, then I can do really fun shit during the DJ sets. Like, run my fucking drum machines into it. And, like, there's it, there's a level of interact. Why are we talking about this? There's a level of interactivity that I'm missing. You know what I mean? Like, there's just that that one thing that's like mm, it's old shit from the sets is what basically what we're kind of trying to say that's like, what we're it, saying it can yeah. be some some not all but some, there are some older models of things that still fucking work man and sometimes they're easier oh, yeah. to, to fix and take care of sometimes not there is but... a more than a cottage industry of fucking people that i can take my turntables to leave them with them and then get them back in damn near mint condition yeah, it's fucking like right. it's there's no shortage of that which i love because they're the wheels of steel man like they're just so fucking there is a romantic element of it too you know for me but at the same time mm-hmm. like, they have been through so much shit there are people that have not been through as much shit that <laughs> these things have been through that's like history of music basically or electronic music yeah, i'm glad it's not sentient oh yeah no yeah. it is, it's like, it is. It's... well i mean yeah. yeah watch the documentary scratch that's all i can say it's on youtube it's great it's fucking so, great to bring uh, us back so well, yeah you're you're about to ruin our day yeah Let's go. so <laughs> speaking speaking of planned obsolescence here's one of the more unplanned kind of consequences oh, that, well there it's kind of inevitable isn't yeah it? it's this ties in a lot too with the musk shit that we talked about last episode so but first here's a quick a quick a quick history of medical machines the iron lung. Mm. What is the iron lung? Cool. It was invented in the 1920s to keep kids and later adults alive after polio l- l- uh, limited their ability to breathe. And if you don't know, what polio does is, terrifyingly, it primarily affects children. And what it does is it paralyzes muscles working their way up. And it does. it's not just the matter of, lim- of taking away one's ability to move. It also limits the muscles you need to breathe. Not, Not great. great. It killed a lot of children back in the day. Yes, it did. And it the iron lung was developed as a it's it, what it is. Big old metal tube. I'm pretty sure all of everyone's seen a picture of. If you haven't, look it up. They're incredible to look at. It. Oh, and to be clear, it wasn't werewolves. That's no, it was not werewolves. Know. It's okay. Yeah, I just want to clear yeah, that yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> Don't want to go on record. <laughs> <laughs> what it is big metal cylinder you put someone in it it wraps the body in pressure and in like it it simulates breathing by using pr- pressure it's like a plunger basically yeah because you no longer have the muscles to move your lungs what so it's expanding the air in your lungs by sealing your head outside of this chamber no what it is is it literally needs your lungs to simulate breathing 
Jesus. Yeah, Christ. with pressure. With air pressure, yeah. though, it's it's doing it's it's doing like vacuum and then yes. release vacuum. Exactly that. Okay. Because your body is no longer is either weakened or no longer capable of doing that by itself. God, can you imagine the settings on this like fucking Fritz Lang's Metropolis looking <laughs> device that you're <laughs> Seriously. like? Seriously, this was invented in the twenties. Oh, dude, yeah. I mean, medicine back in the, like even a hundred years ago was fucking wild. yeah, <laughs> like. I mean, these were good people trying to do the right oh, thing. Oh yeah, this and is you would this be is like, before the vaccine. Yeah, the yeah, 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 yeah. Like, it, in all honesty, yeah. they're brilliant. Like for the time, because it's sure. like this is with the available information. Yeah, because yeah. this is before the vaccine was developed. The the polio vaccine was invented in 1955, and by 1979, polio was eradicated in the U.S. Huh. Ending the need. Wonder what that'd be like. Yeah, ending the need for the iron lung. So in 1955, there were 1,200 people using the tank respirator in the U.S. By 2004, there was 39. By 2014, there was 10. By 2021, there was two. Ooh. So did one of them write a Western? I don't know. That could have been the, uh, some the person dubbed Polio Paul, who's the because one's female and one's male, who were still alive. Well, isn't that who Walter Walter Sobchak and the dude went and saw? I don't believe so. Big Lebowski, oh, God man. Damn it. I don't know. It's been a while. I haven't seen that in a very long time. Thank you for your service, sir. <laughs> oh my God, it seems ridiculous. Well, unlike, well, they they went to beat up the kid because the kid stole the thing. Oh yeah, right? okay. And, and they were gonna beat the kid up, and then they go inside and they see that it, just some oh, kid. Oh, God, God, yeah. Wow. Well, I'm okay. sorry. <laughs> I can't think of Iron Lung without thinking that God help me of the big fucking Lebowski every time. It's it's the last one I remember seeing in cinema and possibly one of the only ones uh, I've ever the seen. The one in I cinema. think about yeah. is the uh, weird musical Crybaby with uh, Johnny Depp. I never saw it's good. that. It was weird. It's help. Was that John Waters? Yeah. That one got yeah, by. It's me. funny shit. Right. But uh, yeah, it's it, basically you have to live in this thing. That's the other thing. Like oh, you, yeah, yeah. You, you could come yeah, out yeah. of it occasionally, but your body's so weak. It like you have to live in this thing for hours in the day. You just you just lay like just lay there. Is your butt out? Do you poop? I have like how do you? I, I did I not go that lots of I questions. did not go that deep in the research. All I know is that you do come out of it occasionally, but also you're also like partially paralyzed. So I imagine there's things things for you sure to do to get to, you know, get your business done. And so yeah. as time went on. Like by last year, there was about there was two living people still using it because once you start using it, there's really nothing else to use it because you have an antiquated disease, literally. Right. And living yeah. for the need is play living with this machine in the modern age was plagued by breakdowns, scrambling for fresh parts that have not been manufactured since like this like when did it stop? Like the, the late fifties, you know, like it's sixties, seventies. They stopped making them, and you would have to scramble to like private collectors because. You know, people collect things, you know, because, hey, it's an antique, right. you know, so they would have to ask literally private collectors or like custom companies to replicate parts, literally fabricate antique mm -hmm. parts for them. Needless mm -hmm. to say, quality of life is not great while you're in an iron lung. And this no. is my first example, the primary example of what happens when uh, a technology that you need to not die becomes obsolete. And things uh, kind of break down. And now we, I bring you to a wonderful top-notch article by IEEE -E -E Spectrum called Their Bionic yeah. Eyes Are Now Obsolete and Unsupported. Oh, good. I'm glad. Little little existential dread to send you off into yeah, the weekend. Cool, to cool. 
keep that going. I'm going to read the first paragraph of this article just straight up because it's the most scary shit I ever read. Barbara Campbell was walking through a New York City subway station during rush hour when her world abruptly went dark. For four years, Campbell has been using a high-tech implant in her left eye that gave her a crude kind of bionic vision, partially compensating for the genetic disease that had rendered her completely blind in her 30s. Quote, I remember exactly where I was. I was switching from the 6 train to the F train, Campbell tells IEEE Spectrum. I was about to go down the stairs, and all of a sudden I heard a little beep, beep, beep sound. Nope. Yep. It wasn't her phone battery running nope. out. It was her Argus 2 retinal implant system powering down. The nope. patches of light and dark that she'd been able to see with, with the implant's help vanished. No. Yeah, buddy. No. <laughs> Nope. Nope. Um, nope. Let me look uh let me look at the 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 charts. Let me see what what's at the top there. Oh yeah, nope. <laughs> it's this what? story no. is my is the worst. I hate this more than anything I read in the last yeah, two hours. It's an incredible article. I, There's um, like too much for me to like we're gonna get into it, but like it, you need I'm gonna put this on our Twitter. Like everyone needs to read it. Should I Grab my kazoo should, and just respond in kazoo sounds. You should grab a dog for the rest of this episode. This is... I have an op like AC. I, I, I'm running. Uh, yeah, he's, 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 so he's, a, he's a good boy. He's laying. This right. gentleman, a gentleman Terry Byland, he's the only person to receive the implant in both eyes. One is an Argus One and one is an Argus Two, but the updated model. Oh boy! And uh, Terry ended up becoming an interesting phenomenon in the company. Uh, okay. He Terry Byland is the only person to receive them. It. It's the company that manufactured, manufactured, they don't anymore, it, the Argus was the second site medical products. And he had this implant, oh implant put in, he's in, we're going to get into what goes into it. I got to look up the article because it's way too technical for me to just put in my notes. But he has it in two eyes. And he... Yeah. yeah. He went from, he quote, I went from being just a person that was doing testing to being a spokesman. But yet in 2020, Bylan <laughs> had to find out secondhand that the company had abandoned the tech. It was on the verge of going bankrupt. And he has this in oh, both his God. eyes, in his in his eyes. This goes into your eyes. And he's the spokesperson? Yeah, he was like the unofficial spokesperson. And he's literally oh, like, quote, man. as long as nothing goes wrong, I'm fine. But if something goes wrong with it, well, I'm screwed because there's no way of getting it fixed. Oh, you got to make friends at a campus. Immediately, you need to go to some tech campus, possibly not UC Davis. Oh, there was um the one one of the people who had it ended up having to like he dropped the way the system works is it's a retinal implant that literally goes behind your behind your retina inside your eye and uh -huh. it stimulates your uh -huh. eye with electrodes because it turns out when the eye, when you are totally blind you can see the flashes of light when your light eye is stimulated okay. that way. And okay. well, the idea right, is, right. is that more electrodes, the more you could simulate this kind of thing. And you would wear glasses with it. And the glasses have a camera that hook up to an input, hook up to a, I think it was a VUD, you wear it on your belt. It hookups to that. And okay. that wire goes up into a implant that's literally on in your head. And that hooks up to it. Okay. And it sends these, this oh. signal directly into your eye. That's it's fucking incredible. genius. You know, that's that's really awesome. It's incredible. Like, 
but this this is the thing like oh man we're so fucking new at this kind of like oh it's clunky into the head. It, it, but it looks like a vhs like if you look at do you know i was gonna say do you know what's gonna happen they're gonna do that thing where you get a slot <laughs> and it's it literally it's just it's just a slot you'd like click it and the fucking little um you know card goes in with your software upgrade and stuff like that. oh my god because implant like upgrading an implant first of all yeah is they got to cut your head open and put well, that's why with it with kind um, of stuff mr bile that's so why mr byland even... when they gave him the second implant they just did it in his other eye that sure. they upgraded argus too because he has two different models in his head so they're do they work concurrently yeah, or do they, they... work mm-hmm. weird weird it's interesting because like again you're relying on this camera that you're wearing as dark glasses and it sends the signals mm-hmm. to your eyes it's really fascinating. It's like incredible fucking technology. Like Musk wishes he could do this shit. Like, and we're gonna we're gonna get yeah, into. But yeah. again, the fault the the problem is is for fucking profit. Anyway, there are over three hundred and fifty mm-hmm. other blind people around the world with second sight implants in their eyes. Oh, All but... of them are experiencing oh. the fallout of this sight giving augment being treated like secondhand gizmos, and that's from the article. Yep, I. Look, look, I, it's not a virtual. No. This is like a hand. This is a prosthetic. This is why there's 350 people globally because they jumped at the chance because these are people who, here's, I need to make a big distinction. They're not people who were born blind. People who were born blind, who have been blind for all their life, honestly, from what I've been reading aren't really interested in this kind of stuff because that's just their reality and they've figured out ways to navigate it right so a lot of people are like eh but if you lost your vision to a disease or an accident which is primarily what a lot of these people are using it for it's your brain clicks with it a lot and they jump at the chance to be able to see there's one person who's like i remember god in the article he he never saw his wife before um and he got to because he had this implant and it was i mean now is he seeing like when the light is traveling the way it's uh, described is it's very pixelated it's black and white and you see light and shadow but just and but some people it's different for everybody it's some people's have like a very like very analog kind of look to it other people describe that they can actually see features if they someone steps close enough to them because Mm. you know and if i would go from like it's it's interesting. Yeah. It's interesting because like they we can't figure I, it out know, either. We, they don't know why some people. We know a lot, like, right? Yeah, no, we know a lot. We got MRIs and cool imaging and three D shit we'll and all kinds of fun stuff. To talk about MRIs. Uh, yeah, no, I, I've had them. They're not that bad. I got to hear a Foo Fighters album pumped through a plastic tube, mm-hmm. so that was interesting. Well, you, yeah. But like, yeah, but I mean, yeah, I fell asleep because I've fallen asleep at louder things. Um, yeah. But like it's, we still don't exactly know how the meat does what the meat does. Yeah, they have like we yeah. we we're, we're riffing on tendencies. You know, we're like, well, you know, if we poke it here, it twitches there, kind of stuff. But like the ability to conjure and, and and stitch together concepts and to have a conversation and to know that we're processing information fifteen seconds yeah. late. Which what the fuck? Who's in yeah, charge? You know, like. How, how, how that makes me feel like I'm falling off a fucking edge of a building every time I think about that, you know, like every time. And it's, 
I can't imagine having to rely upon a third, like just extra bit that my body didn't make in order to perform a function that I take for granted, like seeing. Yeah, man. Like just like when I lost the ability to like move my left eye to the left for a little bit before everything kind of rewired. Oh, itself, yeah. It's kind of, it, it, yeah. I, I thought about that where it's like, wow, you don't miss it until it's gone. Right. You don't even think about that, that that's something in your head yeah. that governs that. Right. And it's like, again, yeah, when it's... your vision's gone, you will jump at the chance to even be able to just perceive lights and shadow. You know, mm-hmm. just to be able to navigate without a cane. That was the other big thing. Yeah. You know, like you yeah. don't think about this until it's something happens. And, <clears throat> well, because like the human body itself is, is fascinating. Yeah. Like it's just it's incredible at what it can recover from. And, you know, the, the things that like it's it's hard to well, kill. It's like when they were doing studies with you it. Know, yeah, like it's, it really is. But like when they were doing studies with this, it's not like they were like, well, we got to take it out of you because you can't. It's like, well, you've it's it's the sense that like we don't they admitted we don't understand why this works with some people different one way and works with mm-hmm. others a different way because it's the same implant we're doing the exact same thing mm-hmm. and it's yeah it's incredible like it, it so uh, so so yeah, go ahead so you mentioned mris before <laughs> So yeah. an Argus implant just left in the eye can cause medical complications or interfere with MRIs. Oh, yeah, it can. It can also be painful and expensive to remove because you aren't going under for this one. You're getting... Oh, oh yeah. yeah. You're, you're, you're awake oh, when they stuff this in your bad. eye, in your head. It's bad. Yeah, they just hit you locally. That's a bad yep. I mean, it's... You so know, you have you're just foreign it. objects just kicking around in your head. I can't imagine going in for an MRI without having mentioned it um, to someone because oh, yeah. that would tear yeah. through your fucking head. Like, oh, you know what's terrifying? When this, the gentleman who had two of them, he had to go for an MRI because he started to feel like nope. you know he might have a bra- something in his brain, like a brain tumor, just uh, just unrelated oh, to this. Uh, no, but a problem. Th- th- yeah, a problem. He, but the thing is, they're like, okay, you need an MRI. They were, they contacted Second Sight. They never got a response because yeah. they're supposed to. They they keep saying, well, we have these facility. We have people on. Like they'll talk to you. Sure. They kept right. calling them. They weren't get. They still haven't gotten a response. So he can't get an MRI. <laughs> no, 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 no. And don't fuck with that. Yeah. Um, MRIs are no joke. I've seen them fail. There's video mm-hmm. of watching one of oh. them just destroy itself. It looks like it's opening a hole into reality <laughs> nope, it's fucking don't want that it's the loudest goddamn thing in the world next to place to bury strangers you're probably listening to this and it's like oh fuck this shit but like again like musk is bullshit of just copying things that have already kind of just been around it, there's an entire it's and re yeah remarketing yeah, this shit's yeah. been around for for a minute and it's literally has a name it's called electrocuticles it's deep brain mm-hmm. stimulation that um reduces tremors primarily it, they use a lot of people with uh parkinson's disease and mm-hmm. like this has been around. The, the, oh wait, we got we have pacemakers, pacemakers, which is basically what like a little thing that's like shocking your heart to make sure it fucking keeps yeah, working. I'm know? talking about it's brain like, implants specifically. Sure, Look, that sure. The, the electrocuticles that's been around a long time. It's literally mm. it, it's for different things. We kind of know how they work. Like I think the Parkinson's things mm-hmm. kind of been figured out. But again, there's been buzz like with Neuralink. You know, companies literally claiming we're going to reverse depression, Alzheimer's disease, mo- we're going to make you mo- mobile. <laughs> yeah. We're going to give you super. We're going to let you starve at an or start at an earlier save point. Eat, eat my ass. Yes, exactly. I just, mm-hmm. Oh my God. So that's, 
it's like it's not even hubris. No, it's, really it's not, not even. It's just it's marketing. It's, it's making money. It's it, yeah. It's flash. It's engagement. Yeah. It's and like the shit there, that works. You know, like this is a weird example, but it's like the shit that works. I would hope works. We're gonna get into like it, you know. I'll say like I'll do it now because like ninety. There's this guy for like open source medical stuff for like in, in countries that like mm-hmm. either don't have a lot of money or a lot of basically attention. Like he was trying to make stuff for his own country in India. And we'll talk about it a little bit after mm-hmm. this, but he like he literally says like 90% of the medical tech that's made is just for the 10% of the most affluent of the population. Okay. The vast majority of things like even this implant when it worked was like yeah. $500,000 by the end of it. Oh, sure. Like it's truly 100%. an expensive thing. I w- and it, that, there, that actually this- ties into why this company failed. So mm. the second set was discontinued in 2019 and nearly went on business in 2020. Uh, they raised like 57.5 million for at a $5 per share, which is not a lot for this. And they focused mm-hmm. on, we're going to focus on clinical trials. Trial. We're going to make a, we're going to make our own brain implant called Orion that also does the same thing. It gives you sight, but in your brain. Sure. And uh, stock pl- <laughs> stock prices plunged to a buck 50 in 2020. Better buy buy low. Uh, yeah, and they were they're <laughs> probably going to be merging Jesus with they're Christ. probably going to be merging with the company Nano Precision Medical, and none of sure. Second Sight's former executives will be on that board. They oh, actually, sure. I bet. They, God, you know this one dude. I think it's um one person called. I think it was Mr. Byland called them for like help, mm-hmm. and not only was his contact laid off like not only was the entire staff laid off because he was supposed to get an upgrade it yeah. literally call and the person picks up and is like oh funny you should say that we all got laid off and no you're not getting your upgrade oh mm-hmm. i mean it's the law of unintended consequences all yep. the time you know whenever you're gonna do like a like a you know you get a tattoo there's steps you can take today to get it removed pretty sure easily. i mean you might you have some scars but it's but possible. the idea was you you wanted to alter your body permanently yes. it's just that now it's it's a low stakes thing not like it used to be you know like back in the day you get some ink oh well you can't teach kindergarten you know kind of shit would happen nowadays it's like you expect neck tats you know Face in tats. high school teachers yeah. Right. Seriously, like you want you want your economics teacher to have a teardrop. You know what I mean? You want yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. It's like that motherfucker understands economics. Yes, he does. But like <clears throat> but like you know oh, you don't think that like suddenly a company just is going to up and disappear because all of their marketing is about how they are the best product, period, across other products that they're not well, even they literally just to. To the and point. they're never going to die. Well, yeah, and when you actually do something that's like legitimately good, it doesn't take too long for fucking, well, I guess it is hubris. Yeah. Yep. You know, it's these these ideas of grandioseness. Like it's that it's that fucking fallacy that we're all living under right now. Where it's like if you're good at one thing, you're good at everything or if you make a lot of money, you're super smart. Like well, to this com- not to the this case. company's credit, right? They have yeah. literally focused Second Sight literally focused on this one product. But the problem right. is, no, my for main sure, for sure. gripe is it's still a product. This isn't something that's been right. like, you know, we're going to develop this thing. We're going right. to solve it. We're going to put our government resources into it. No, this is a company that needs to make money to exist. 
Otherwise, mm-hmm. it just go or it has fucking stock options. Like, otherwise, it gets merged, and like people who had this previous product get snubbed for like the hot, the hot brain implant that like six people have. But funny enough, right. the people who are getting the brain implant just realize what, what just happened with this company, and they're like, one person had it removed. Yeah, Oof. because they Oof. saw that like, oh, you guys don't have a good support system. <laughs> and then they sent the bill to their bankrupt ass company. Yeah. I, I hope. hope so. Yeah, like. Jesus. Uh, yeah, because again, it, yeah. It, it's like this is the shit you want nationalized, right? Like this is the idea of like we're going to get our like former America, you know, yes. like we are going to get our scientists. We're going to do this. But, but, but that's not a thing because we live in capitalism now and it's always have. Right. And this is just it gone like to like our cyberpunk dystopian horror of like we're a company. And, and you know, it's not like they don't get money from the government because obviously there's hot, a lot shit ton of regulations oh and God. stuff. But they got a lot yeah. of money from the government. Yeah. Well, and then they, you know you're, you're dodging taxes and shelters. And then and COVID that, happened you know, too. Fuckery that goes also on. affected them as right. well. But oh, for the, sure. The thing is, sure. and I'm looking at a, like a picture of what like the Argus Two and the Argus One, like the implant of what this fucker looks like. Yeah, dude, this thing wraps yeah. around your eyeball. It no. goes into your eye and wraps around it, and then you have a you have an mm. implant coil that goes in the mm. back of your mm. head, mm. and it's Mm-mm. incredible. And then you have the VP, the VPU. It's a video processing unit that just goes on your belt. And that's the thing mm-hmm. that like, you know, goes from the camera to the VPU to your brain. And it, and it oh, lets you see. So many, and it's incredible. So many. It's a waste of protect. So this many. is a wasted thing, right? Because people who get the brain implant also say, that's a sad thing. The brain implant actually does work a little better. Like they actually are doing mm-hmm. good. They actually did a pretty good job. Of like, act- but they had to make the jump. Yep. They had to make the jump. Like, we're not going to put it on the optic nerve anymore. We're going to drill it into your cranium. Yeah. And it's that's the jump. I don't think we're ready to yeah. take yet. First of all, second of all, I don't want to give um any company. Well, imagine that. that you're trying to cure the blind, but you're the problem is no one can afford your product, and that's what tank the company. Because the Argus Two, well, see, yeah, the Argus the Two thing. is one hundred and fifty thousand yeah. dollars, and that's just for the unit. I can't. An installation's going to upset you back because we live in America, and that shit ain't free. Sure, sure, sure. And they're American company. If we didn't make that clear enough, uh, there, there's that saying that I'm butchering here, where they're like. Um, Something isn't like revolutionary unless it's like accessible to the. Point. Well, that's a good jumping. Yeah, exactly right. Because that's a good jumping off point. Because t- not to leave on like a total bummer is. Yeah. Hold on, let me find it. It's not to leave on like a total fucking bummer. And this whole thing also, like, thank you, Tachikoma from Discord. Because you, mm-hmm. I didn't realize you because I found this before you posted this, but then you followed it up. <laughs> so thank you. Fuck yeah. yeah. So this one gentleman, Ashwin K. Whitechurch or Whitchurch, I'm sorry if I mispronounce that, is uh, he's from India. He is he and his passion is developing cheap, reliable health tech to de- to work to okay. countries. His focus was in his home country of India, where, you know, you leave the city, you like go back 100 years, basically. Mm-hmm. And the, yeah. his main focus is childbirth. Like in the ability. It's kind of true everywhere. That <laughs> is very true. Fuck, I've been to Indiana. I mean. <laughs> i'm sorry if you live in indiana but understand your state is wild if if you are listening to this and you know me personally and you live in the state of indiana then you're you know that i know you're cool yeah <laughs> but but your state though yeah. it's just 
we got problems. Portage shouldn't have a rave task force. That's all yeah, I'm saying. Seriously. It's the middle of the country. It's like, it doesn't. Why do you have a helicopter? So, Mr. Anyway, Woodchurch, he, he develops a technology that's easy to use. It's built from raspberry pies and brings about the need for in makes a very fine argument for the idea of open source medical technology. Right on. And 100%. Yeah. If there's if there's one thing if there's literally one thing that should be open source as a motherfucker, it's the like cure and treatment for every disease yep. period. Like it shouldn't be the realm of like the companies. And it certainly shouldn't be the realm of somebody telling me that I need to take so much colloidal silver. My shit. Burns you know what it. they didn't do with the polio vaccine? <laughs> George, <laughs> like, like they did with the fucking COVID vaccines. They just gave it away for free. Cause they didn't want our, all our kids to get like be paralyzed and die. Well, I mean, yeah, to be fair, I didn't have to pay for any of these. No, but it, someone had to pay for them to get here in the first place. And that's why there wasn't like there is a subsidy. Yeah. But that's why we pay fucking taxes. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like we don't we don't have to keep increasing spending on shit that is unpopular. We can do things like, oh, I don't know. Fix the fucking yeah, you know where our taxes don't go to medical technology. <laughs> That's all private companies. No. But the, it, what he's saying is for the idea of and it's hard, right? Because you want your medical tech to be, you know, good. But in open yeah. source, you would imagine a, a fall in quality. And you know what? If you're building like a, a monitor, what at, at first, first, and I've seen like I'm looking at a picture of what he built, and it looks legit. It's made with Raspberry Pi. It runs yeah. literally the same shit that a regular uh, like Vitals monitor would run. It's just built yeah. hardier, cheaper, and easier to read for someone who just got a crash course on how to read it. And that's his main oh, yeah. thing. Like he he was focusing primarily on childbirth, which kills a lot of people in this country when you live oh, outside yeah. of more modernized areas and you're fucking poor. Even yeah, everywhere, everywhere actually, like literally everywhere. And the yeah. idea is, is you know, if someone like a non-medical specialist, like a midwife, right, can uh, look like yeah. it was, can be told, okay, just let them know that there's a change, because like that's all you need. Right. Mm -hmm. Like, OK, you can't be in that right. position anymore. You, and that could save a life. Just that. Just doing that could save yeah. a woman's life from giving birth. And yeah, it's man, I, I wish. I mean, ch childbirth is literally like a whole other like episode fuck. of another podcast. Well, yeah, it's it, we're talking like three hours and I don't I am no. not fucking qualified no, to no, talk no, no, about no. it. You know what I mean? But that's the point. It, it, but yeah, it, my, my mom was a nurse. I heard some <laughs> stories. I've seen some things, and I'm not equipped like to even get into how fucking terrible like but my, what we do for yeah. But it's like exactly. Century. But just imagine that we can have like low cost equipment with simple interfaces. I put simple in quotes because you know you still need a crash course. But the point is, no, but a good UI exactly. is a good UI. Like that's my biggest. That's my number yeah, one being thing. used by okay. people who you know still have medical training but aren't quite medical you know midwives you know non-medical non-medical birth yeah, helpers just it, it not even just birth childbirth like literally anything and you can just crank this mm -hmm. shit out and just give it to people because how many hospitals have shortages of stuff you know <laughs> like when when Especially you don't now. have the money to buy the expensive shit because that's how that business who makes that medical equipment gets to keep existing is because they make money because you're buying shit mm -hmm. instead of just being given the shit to save lives or, yeah. you know, give people the gift of sight. <laughs> but yeah, <sighs> so their company went ass up. They couldn't make up. They couldn't make a profit. And uh, Barbara, Miss Barbara Campbell lost her vision. 
a lot of people are losing That's their vision. That's and there's really nothing they can do. I'm hoping maybe some punks could get in there and figure out because the main thing is like the implants and whatnot. You're fucked. There's really nothing you could really do about that. The v the video unit. Uh, maybe somebody could replicate it because one there was one example they gave in the article of some poor person dropped it and it shattered and suddenly oh. everything went dark. And so they had to scramble uh. to find another one and they don't make them anymore. So he literally had to go to a someone who, who had the implant removed and had a spare and then went to a medical professional oh. to refurbish Fuck. it. So he has a, he has a refurbishment unit. Yo, B, you got a spare? Yeah. Because... Video unit for Cyberize yes. laying around, man. Oh, uh, that's that's a sense. Yep. Oh <laughs> uh, man, yeah, I don't my, know. Again, this shit should not be for profit. Um, I understand you need money for researchers and to pay people and shit like that, but like again, the powers that be, I'm talking about like governments and cor- and sh- and even corporations who do this, you still need money. Yeah. Or or like you know when you yeah. think about governments, I guess they're not interested in doing this shit for us. So, well, clearly, yeah, clearly. I mean, like, yeah, or, gestures widely. Yeah, uh, thanks for yeah, giving no, this company money, all this money. I yeah, remember, remember when it uh, it was all uh, in these trying times, <laughs> and um, together we can do this. And uh, remember that, remember that right at the beginning of this fucking play. Yep. Remember that, mm-hmm. remember that, remember, remember when Gal Gadot sang uh, "Imagine" yeah. and everything just got fucking mm-hmm. great, just yeah, got mm-hmm. better. Me either. Um, so yeah, in it shit. Yeah, so yeah, that's fucking look. That's, all right, that's all I it's got. weird <laughs> because I'm all, I'm yeah because I, I look. Well, this is it. I mean, you know, wrapping it up. My whole like final real thought on this is you know, yeah, cyber shit looks cool. It looks cool. I like the fucking genre. I like yeah. watching movies where there's a dude and he's got a you know like a metal arm and shit and uh, you know, the, it, that that's neat. Um, but nope, I'm not really, (laughs) I've got a, I've got a bad back. I would need to know that whatever they were doing was going to outlast me. Yeah. And then I would ask them to over-engineer it. So I left an interesting skeleton (laughs) and they dig me up years from now. Oh, there's a metal over here. And then they dig it up and they're like, what the fuck is that? You just look like a fucking Necron from Warhammer 40k. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's a normal skeleton, but this like really weird array, <laughs> like a of spidery like wires and shit oh, right that, around. That would be awesome. Like, cervical six, cervical seven. I would love seven, to. Oh, that's you know? awesome! You just confuse some poor archaeologist. Yeah, See? this ties back to Horizon Zero Dawn. <laughs> <laughs> and like, it, what, what's up with this skeleton? <laughs> well, it's like <laughs> the implants too. Like when you talk about prosthetics too, it's like we we cyberpunk definitely fetishizes it from an outsider perspective of prosthetics without having to actually use the clunky bastards themselves and like a lot of people use this stuff even with the argus with the eye implant um there are people who just didn't stop who like they would get headaches from using it too much like it it Mm -hmm. we're not there yet you know people well that's we're not there's there's a lot of things that like the human physiology has in common enough that we're able to make generalized things like aspirin here. This will help maybe if if, if if it doesn't kill you. Here's the one that's like it. But yeah, exactly. You know, like we we can we can kind of do generalized things like that where we kind of can figure some shit out. But like the way people respond to say like even VR is wild yep. to me because some people just can't handle oh, yeah. it, and it's not 
them. You know what I mean? Like, it's just like I, I my brain is processing this fucking information for the first time. And it is fucking nuts. Yep. So now, like, I, I feel that, you know, but I don't I don't have a problem yeah. with it. On the other hand, terrified heights on narrow things. Don't like it. Even with a belt. Not a fun. Not a fan. I can't handle mm-hmm. it. I literally like my legs just go. And it's just it's an involuntary response. It's like beyond me. And like it's all of these thousands of little things like the way some people like hot sauce <laughs> and some people some some of these 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 fucking morlock mutants don't like cilantro and i don't know what's wrong <laughs> with you comparing the or various physiologies to implants to our love or dislike of cilantro yeah and i mean <laughs> yeah but, but what i'm saying is, is that different. like whatever Whatever we have in commonalities, there are always going to be these certain little outlier things that are going to totally make you. Oh, yeah. Not even necessarily who you are. You're either just going to be the kind of for or against it. You know, I personally do not like uh, even think about or want to have my balls stepped on. But there is an entire fucking cottage market for that out there. You know what I mean? And it exists. And people are going to say right now, this is not a real solicitation. So don't arrest me. But I'll step on your balls. We can talk. I specifically requested that to not, not your happen. Balls. I'm just putting and, that out um, to the world. Okay, cool, cool, cool. It's not aiming right, at you. Yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> All right, just just putting that out there. Not not a fan. They're a little tender. But if you are a fan, hit me know. up. Yeah, yeah. You can get a hold of him <laughs> on the internet. <laughs> yes, uh, you can go I'm to. A- Go to Twitter. I, I am on Twitter at twitter.com dot dystopia. If you would like me to step on your balls, hit me up. Um, I'll do it for free. Uh, <laughs> where are you at? I'm um the opposite of that at L zero W L one F three. I will just compliment your balls I, from a distance over the internet. I will. I will Whatever balls you have, yeah. like it could be ball bearings. I don't care. Ball I, bearings not, are cool. I'm agnostic when it comes to ball <laughs> preferences. We, um, we, oh god, what do we have? God, I'm brain now. Oh, we're on we, Patreon <laughs> if you like this kind of content. We are on Patreon at Patreon.com/slash Neon Dystopia. Drop us a dollar if you're so inclined, or don't. It, it's free either way. Don't worry about it. Uh, we appreciate all of yeah, we're not our patrons. Uh, thank you, Jen, for everything you are wonderful i noticed what yeah. you're doing i really pre- i really appreciate <laughs> you um what what else have- I, well, oh yeah the bullshit there's a, a like a total ghost town of a facebook page the <laughs> dystopia has a page i update it um yeah i don't i don't touch the low life one it's funny yeah. because um every now and again i get a notification that five people clicked on it and then i go there and yeah changed. don't message me on the new dystopia facebook page yeah um, i'm not going I'm, facebook's i'm not going to answer it now. even if you do like hit there are, but if there, you, are, there are better places to hit if you up at. yeah if you want to message us hit us up on twitter we're yeah. friendly if you want to hang out with us go to our discord yes, please. where we have the uh neon dystopia video drum it's very yeah. fun a lot of great folks in there i'm learning so much about yeah everything uh, check out the, the neon dystopia tw- yeah so oh yeah it's incredible um Check out the Neon uh, Dystopia Twitter too. I pinned on the top. Uh, we Neon Dystopia always looking for submissions. Uh, we actually got a recent one now. I got to mm-hmm. work on coming. A lot of stuff going on, but I promise it will be published. Yeah. So oh yeah, up- yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, and yeah, that's 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 it. We're, we got a crap man. shop. Um, buy stickers. Yes, crap shop stickers, coffee cup, balls. Uh, it, it, like 
balls. Podcast. Hello, Podcast.